How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Thursday, February the 4th. My friends, it is financials season. Uh, I've already talked to you about some companies' financials. We've got even more today. So let's jump in. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about the Embracer Group, who didn't have financials, but they did have more acquisitions. And in fact, they had probably their biggest acquisition yet, at least culturally, because they are now taking full control over Gearbox Entertainment. So Gearbox is going to be the eighth operating group under Embracer, adjacent to companies like THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, and Coffee Stain. The CEO of Gearbox, Randy Pitchford, is going to remain the head of the company, and all of his 500-plus employees are going to be joining the 5,500-plus of Embracer. Now, they were acquired for a potential $1.3 billion, and they're going to be able to get that money, assuming they hit key performance targets over the next six years. And in fact, the performance targets are actually quite ambitious for Gearbox, so they're anticipating a lot of growth. Up front, initially, they're getting just over $360 million. Now, you probably know Gearbox best for the Borderlands franchise, which they are going to continue to develop. It's their biggest money earner. And interestingly, 2K Games is going to continue being the publisher. So despite having like nine different publishing arms under the Embracer name, 2K is still going to do it. Gearbox also has things like the Brothers in Arms series, as well as a fairly prolific publishing arm of their own, which they plan on expanding under Embracer. Randy Pitchford has already hinted that other subsidiaries within Embracer is going to be interested in using their IP, so I think that's pretty neat. Sony reported on their quarter three financials, with their gaming division earning $8.4 billion in the quarter, which is up 25% year over year. So this is the holiday quarter. They also made $762 million in operating profit, which is a lot of money, but was also actually hampered because they set the price point of the PlayStation 5 below the manufacturing costs. So... This is what usually happens with consoles, but now it's confirmed. They are selling the console at a loss. All of their money and all of their profit at this point comes from software, physical and digital games, as well as subscription services like PS Plus and PS Now. The PlayStation 5 itself sold 4.5 million units during the holidays, despite stocking issues and people not being able to get their hands on it. And as we already knew, this makes it the most successful console launch in history. Another little fun fact here is that Spider-Man Miles Morales sold a, a similar amount. They sold 4.1 million units, which launched on the same day. And of course, that takes into account both the PS4 and the PS5 versions, but the game sold very well. Creative Assembly announced today Total War Warhammer 3. So they revealed that there are two new races that are going to be added to the series on top of the other factions from Warhammer 2. Of course, it's going to have a whole new campaign and they will eventually develop one large map that bridges all three of the games, if you own them. It'll be like a free DLC that you can download. So there you go, they're closing out the trilogy. The game will launch on PC sometime this year. All right, this is a fun one. So in 2008, there was a planned remaster for GoldenEye 007 that was going to release on Xbox Live Arcade. And it was basically completed. It was near complete, but it ended up being canceled because of rights issues. There was a whole bunch of different people involved. Microsoft, Nintendo, Activision, and the IP holders to James Bond. All of them had to work together to make this happen, and evidently they weren't able to do it in the end. So that was pushed to the wayside. Well, today, the full game has been leaked to the internet. It is a near-final ROM, and it includes a fully remastered single-player campaign. 
There's some issues around things like achievements and stuff like that, and there's no multiplayer, but it is fully playable. So if that sounds like your thing, you can go try it out. Uh, something that I liked is that much like the Halo Master Chief Collection, it lets you switch between old and new graphics at the press of a button. I really love that feature. It's really cool. Anyway, folks, that's all the news for today. In fact, thank you so much for joining me here. I'm going to be back with the news tomorrow as always. And until then, happy gaming, everyone.